Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah al-Hadiyyil Azim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina abil qasim al-Mustafa Muhammad. I am grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving me the blessing of being here with you and share with you your joy for the happy occasion of the birth anniversary of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And his progeny, Imam Sadr Each of the brothers and sisters who are here add to the value of this meeting. So I am very grateful to all of you for your participation, especially teachers, ulama, speakers, our guests. And I am in a very special way happy that Alhamdulillah we have our brother from Al-Khajul Quran with whom we have very good relation and not only to be together is normal, actually it makes us more happy that we have you here. So we are grateful to Allah for this gift of unity that we have, alhamdulillah. I am also grateful to all the organizers and volunteers and we pray to Allah to accept from everyone their contribution. I know the time which was allocated has already come to its end, I think. Uh, but uh, I had a message to deliver, and I was thinking maybe I shouldn't speak because Alhamdulillah we benefited already a lot. But also I had a message, so I think I take part of your time. But because I am traveling tomorrow early morning, so I have to leave home at 4.30 a.m. So you have excuse me if after I Finish, I go. There is a very important point when we want to study Quran. Because we are in college, we are in Jose, we are students here, and it's an honor for me to be a student and learn it. So, when we talk about a study of the Qur'an, there is a very important point that I think sometimes is neglected. If you want to understand Qur'anic point of view about any topic, it's not just enough to pick up some verses of the Qur'an about that topic. As you know, 
القرآن يفسر بعضه بعضا ويشهد بعضه على بعض You cannot only pick up some verses and try to understand the entire Quran under the light of those few verses. But even if you bring all the verses of the Quran about a particular topic together, this is not also necessarily enough. I have seen some people who do some research, they try to bring all the verses of the Qur'an about a topic together and then say this is a Qur'anic perspective. But even this may not be enough. Why? Because first of all, to bring all the relevant verses is not just a matter of using index or, you know, a software which operates based on the terms because sometimes maybe there is a concept which is related to this issue but has not used the same root in Arabic is not from the same word so for example if you want to understand Quranic view about women you cannot just look for verses about Mar'a or Nisa. There are many, many verses in which these terms are not mentioned, but they are relevant. So first, to be able to be sure that you have been comprehensive, you have to be very familiar with the entire Quran, not only linguistically, but also conceptually. And this is one of the beauties of Al-Mizan, because Allah was not only familiar with the common words and similar words, he was familiar with the entire, you know, Quranic framework and concepts. But the second point is how to make sure that you have understood each verse properly. This is a big thing, to make sure that you have understood each verse properly. But the third thing, which is much more difficult, and I think this is where we lack a lot. Alhamdulillah, some people, I think, have managed to pass the first and second level, bring all the verses, even maybe verses which are conceptually related, and even make sure that they have proper understanding of each verse. But the third thing is, these verses are not equal in their significance. When we say Al-Qur'an yufassiru ba'du ba'da, it's not that you put them together and then just you calculate plus minus and they say this is the result. Even you cannot say this concept is mentioned this many times and this concept is mentioned this many times, so this is more important than this. Even this is not enough. you have to find which verses are the primary reference for this topic, which are secondary. What is muhkam? What is mutashabih? But even muhkamat, which one is 
the first level, which one is the second level, which one is the foundation. So, one of the groups of verses of the Quran, which I think are very, very important, of the utmost significance, are those verses that talk about two things. About mission of the Prophet. What is the nature of this mission? What is the purpose of this mission? What are the tasks of the Prophet? And the verses that talk about the personality of this messenger. These verses, no matter how many they are, maybe they are not even one in a hundred of the verses. So if you have more than 6,000 verses, maybe these verses will not reach 60. But these are very, very important. Because this is the manifesto. This is the constitution. This is where Allah explains what message He has and what type of person is able to deliver this message? No one can bring these verses next to the other verses and then say, this is what Quran expects from us. So if someone wants to have proper understanding of what is the core of Islam, what is the nature of Islam, what Islam has to offer humanity, first focus on the verses that explain the message, and second, the messenger. That's the main thing. So, when it comes to the message and to the messenger, we find something very similar in both areas. The message of Islam and the messenger of Islam. What is very, very outstanding is Rahman. And you cannot bring any verse of the Quran to replace this or to limit this or to bring another interpretation. Anything must be understood under the light of this. When it comes to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi was he a harsh person or a soft person? If the message was to be a harsh message, then you choose a harsh person. But if you choose a soft person and you say that you are a soft person, then you realize what type of expectation Allah has from this messenger. And what type of message he wants this person to deliver. When Allah sends Musa السلام, with a message to Pharaoh, Allah says, Qula lahu qawlan layyana. Of course, Musa himself is a prophet. He has wisdom. 
But as an emphasis for Musa, as a lesson for us, Allah makes sure that He says, Musa, it's not just enough that you go there. Qula lahu qawlan layyana. And then the text of that message, even Allah didn't stop here, Allah actually said, tell him, inna rasula rabbik. Tell him that we are sent by your Lord. Look at the beauty of this ayah. Go to Pharaoh. So Allah is sending his best people to Pharaoh. Is an offer for friendship. Allah doesn't say, let's Pharaoh go to hell. You do other things. No. And then go to him and say, Inna Rasula Rabbik. Not Inna Rasula Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna Rasula Rabbil Alameen. Inna Rasula Rabbik. Allah is still keeping line open. Fir'aun, this is your Rab sending two people to you. And we only expect from you not to make life miserable for Bani Israel. And at the end, wassalamu ala man al-huda. No message of war. It's a message of salam, peace. So, this is about Musa, which is very important. But when it comes to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah doesn't say to the Prophet. O oh, Muhammad, speak to people softly. If you know any verse that Allah says to the Prophet, speak to Abu Jah or Abu Lahab softly. No. Why? Because the Prophet is already soft and gentle. فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ That is a command. This is a statement. It's a big difference. Musa alayhi salam says, Rabbi sadri. This is command. Alam nashrah laka sadrak. This is a statement. So Allah says to the Prophet, You are a soft and gentle person. You are not harsh. Then Allah, instead of saying to Prophet Muhammad, he says to Prophet Muhammad that there are cases that you have to be a little bit harsh. In the battlefield, you are not Ghalis, you are soft. But in the battlefield, they should see a little bit of rigidity. Do you understand the difference? If there is a command to the Prophet, is that Prophet a little bit, in this particular case, don't be too soft. Because for Prophet, despite his bravery, no one doubts the bravery of the Prophet. Amirul Mu'minin alayhi salam says, Kunna When the battle was very fierce and difficult. Even someone like Amirul Mu'mineen used to take refuge with the Prophet. 
But such a brave person for him going to battle was the most terrible thing in his life. I am sure. There was nothing more terrible for the Prophet other than going to the fight. Because if you are a teacher, you know that the most terrible thing is you fight your students. If you are a doctor, you know the most terrible thing is to fight your patients. If you are a father or mother, the most terrible thing is to fight your children. How can Rasulullah go to fight and not feel terrible? It's very difficult. Therefore, Allah says, Waghlud So, the nature of the Prophet, the character of the Prophet is soft. Look at these two beautiful verses of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم هو الذي ينزل على عبده آيات بينات الله is the one who sends to his servant manifest communications clear verses, signs Quran is not ambiguous if we are tuned to it Unfortunately, we are tuned to dunya and attractions of dunya and temptations of nafsa ammare and communications of shaitan. Then, of course, we cannot understand the Quran. But if you are tuned to the Quran and focus on the Quran, hodan lil muttaqin, it's very clear. Everyone can benefit. Even a non-Muslim doesn't need to be a Muslim. Even a non-Muslim with fitrah can Find light of the Quran. Yunazzalu ala abdihi ayatin bayyanat. Why? Liyukhrijakum minal dhulumati ila nur. Because Allah wants to take you from darkness to the light. Allah is the guardian of the believers. Allahu waliyyul ladheena amanu yukhrujuhum min al-dhulumati ila nar How does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take that mission of taking people from darkness to light? One way is to re- send revelation. One way is to send messengers. Ya Musa, akhraj qawmaka min al-dhulumati ila nur And Quran is also to take people from darkness to light. لِيُخْرِجَكُمْ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِكُمْ لَرَعُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ And truly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very affectionate and merciful, very kind and merciful towards you. So, it shows that this message is sent out of love, out of mercy, and it's to bring light to the world by taking us from darkness to the light. When every person is enlightened, the world also is enlightened. You don't need to move to another planet. You just change your condition. When you move from light to darkness, then that's 
That is one condition. Another condition is to be turning towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, expose yourself to the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and to move from darkness to the light. Okay. So please remember, Raufon Rahim. Yes. One of the things that needs attention in the Quran is that whenever we have description for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the end of the verses, normally we have two. We don't have normally one. Ghafurun Rahim. Alimun Khabir. Normally we have two. Because maybe one is not enough to show how is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need two. Even sometimes it looks to us these are not very different. For example, Alimun Khabir. What's the difference? Then we say Khabir, the one who knows details, Alim is comprehensive. But we have to bring two. His essence is one, but his qualities are many. Then look at this verse. And then we make a point. This ayah is very important. Because this talks about the character of the Prophet and the mission. Ja'akum. This is not about one case in one battle. This is not a day in Mecca or a day in Medina. Lakad ja'akum. You understand? This verse is one of those very important verses. Because it brings message and messenger together. Rasulun min anfusikum. He's a messenger from yourself. As Ibrahim had asked. When you are in trouble, when you are facing hardship, it's very difficult for him to see this. Azizun alayhi ma'anittum. My understanding is this. Maybe I am wrong. But my understanding is this. Sometimes the person who has pain and suffering does not suffer actually like the one who is kind and watching him. If you are a mother... And some fathers, <laughs> you understand this very well. Sometimes the child has a little pain, but mother has no rest. Rasulullah is like this. Azizun He cannot take this when you are in trouble. Because the intensity of Aziz and the intensity of Anatom is not the same. Those of you who know Dua Nudbe, you know, we say to Imam Mahdi Jalallah Ta'ala Farajal Sharif. 
azizun alayyan abkiyaka wa yakhdhulaka alwara so you understand how much pain is this it's not a normal pain that you can you take a painkiller this is a pain that burns you from depths of your heart azizun alayya the same pain is there ma'anatum harisun alaykum he wishes all the good for you that is from the negative side when there are problems azizun alayhi ma'anatum when it comes to wishing the best for you harisun alaykum he doesn't want the least of pain and difficulty for you and he wants all the best for you then wa bil mu'minina raufun rahim The late Allama Tabarsi says this is the only time we find two attributes which are used for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used for someone else Raufun Rahim Raufun Rahim So I don't think we have ever reach the point of understanding the character of prophet a person a non muslim i don't want to mention which community ask imam ali al salam about the prophet how was the prophet imam ali said count the blessings of dunya he says I cannot count the blessings of dunya there are millions of blessings in dunya millions of not million trillions of blessings in dunya then imam ali said if you cannot count the blessings of dunya which allah says is mataun qalil how do you want me to describe someone that allah says innaka la ala khuluqin azim So we have to understand the personality of prophet the character of prophet and then the message I was hoping to talk about these ayat of surah ahzab inshallah I hope another time in this light ya ayyuhan nabi inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashshiran ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا وبشر المؤمنين بان لهم من الله فضلا كبيرا ولا تطع الكافرين والمنافقين do you understand the difference between la tut'a al-kafirin wal munafiqin uqtul al-kuffar wal munafiqin so if there is any verse which says uqtul al-kuffar is not compatible to stand against this Because this is the core of the message. Inshallah, another time we get chance, inshallah, to discuss. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us grateful for the great blessing that we have received in this day and night by birth of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. who is one of the fruits 
is that we have Imams of Ahlul Bayt and in particular Imam Sadiq so this is a gift bringing lots of gifts we ask Allah to include us among the people who are grateful we ask Allah to enable us to obtain those noble traits of character that Rasulullah was sent to accomplish may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reflect the light of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the light of Islam and the light of Quran through practices and words of Muslim community. They have to reflect nothing other than the light of the Prophet and the light of Quran. Thank you very much. Thank you.